Support comes from Austin Water, helping residents reduce water use while protecting Austin's precious resource during the drought conditions with MyATX Water, providing near real-time water use data, tips, and leak alerts. More at austinwater.org. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hello, and welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that change their lives and give us a glimpse into their creative process. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and this week on This Song, we'll be hearing from the American Bermudan reggae artist, Kali Buds. Now, Kali Buds was born in America, but he grew up in Bermuda, and then he came back to America to go to school, and so, hence, American Bermudan. He's been releasing music since 2007, though over the years he's shown himself open to pursuing more than just making music. Like, he owns a radio station in Bermuda called Vibe 103, and he's got his own strain of marijuana called, appropriately enough, Bermuda Triangle. Collie Buds has a new record out. It's his first full length in six years called Good Life, and it debuted at number one on the Billboard Reggae Charts. And it's a party record that, like, isn't afraid to look at the downsides of living it up. Kali is the first reggae artist we've had on this podcast. And have you heard that saying, you don't know what you don't know? Well, I realized almost as soon as we started talking how much I did not know about reggae. I mean, like, I know Bob Marley and Peter Tosh, but like... I know nothing about the history of the genre or any of the aspects of what the whole scene is about. Or should I say I knew nothing until Kali Buds filled me in. He was kind enough not only to tell me about a life-changing song, but also to educate me about the aspects of reggae that I didn't even know I didn't know about. So here he is, Kali Buds. Back in the day, um, there was one song by Garnet Silk. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Garnet Silk, but uh, I am not actually. No. No. Oh, you, you gotta you gotta look him up. Um, he, uh, you know, I, I, I just love his his, his, his voice and, and, and um, his delivery and everything like that. But there's there's, there's one song, and it's called "Watch Over Our Shoulders." Lord, watch over our shoulders tonight and help us live our words tomorrow. Let's not forget where we're from, Father, show us the way to go. He said, I must love and feed my enemies and I'm gonna do it. He said, I shouldn't hate your grudge and I won't, not even for a minute. Basically talk about, you know, haters but you know love and feed your enemies you know and just don't don't have any grudges towards anybody so that 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 would probably be the song that i choose uh as you know that they kind of just gave me a good foundation for the rest of my life Unfortunately, he, he passed away um, way too young in his life. Uh, his house burned down in Jamaica. 
And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I swear if he's still around, like he would have, you know, gone places that no other artist has gone. I'm depending on you. When I was younger, uh, I listened to a, a lot of conscious reggae music, um, you know, like Luciano. You know, Sizzler. Them I wonder how we do this, them grow with heat and hunger. Feature profit, but as my locks get longer, he then hurt each other. I was into the sound class too, so any, anywhere I was, I, I'd have a, I don't know if you know about sound class either, but... Um, I don't. You know, where, where, where DJs play against each other and, you know, basically like the crowd is the judge. So you play a song and, you know, you hype it up and, you know, the crowd either gives you forward or, or not. Whoa, it sounds really fun, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anywhere I was, um, and it was a song called Kilimanjaro, and that was uh, that was my my sound system that I used to, you know, just buy cassette tapes of, like on a on a regular, and just listen to every new tune. It was kind of a way for me to stay up to date on what's really, what's really going on in Jamaica, and you know the up to date songs that's, that's, that's popping, and then and then also get like some some good history on it because they, they'll drop like all the songs they have on dub plate. You know what a dub plate is, right? I don't know what a dub plate is. Oh, You're gonna have to oh, teach man. me everything about this. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm not a good teacher, but you know uh, I'll try. Um, yeah, so a dub plate is basically like a radio drop. He's actually singing the song, so so you'd get an artist like to say, "Hey, look, like here's here's I don't know so much money. Can you, can you uh, sing the song and just put my name in it?" No other sound plays like you. Yeah, I'm a messenger speaking and a ball of man passing through. Kilimanjaro, a foundation sound for two. A rubber dog sound, remember that? Rubber dog, not scrubber dog. Sound one, So there used to be all dub plates. Every song is a dub plate. And the bigger the song and the bigger the artist, the more forward you got from the crowd because the artist is actually singing your name in, in the song. Swing the deepest thing. Searching for my That sounds really amazing. So you would actually, so these sound clashes would happen like live and then, but they would record them and then you, because you didn't live in Jamaica at the time, you lived in Bermuda, right? In Bermuda, yeah, exactly. So we'd, we'd get the session tape like, you know, uh, probably like a week later. Because, I mean, these, these sound classes would go on for, like, four or five hours. What? You know, yeah. So you'd only have a, a cassette tape of maybe maybe 90 minutes of the clash. And so, but you knew if the first name on, on the cassette tape would be the one that, that's talking. So, like, I had all the Kilimanjaro session tapes, like, you know, with their name on first. Because I knew they'd be, you know, they'd be the one chatting. 
it, yeah, it was fun though. Yeah. I remember sneaking out a couple of times when I was like 11, 12, uh, Kilimanjaro came to Bermuda and I think they clashed, um, it was Cataract that they clashed and that was, that was, uh, that was a good show. They destroyed them. So <laughs> I was happy. What an amazing way to like discover music as a kid because it yeah. like you're introduced to this like this live element, this kind of like audience interactive element that I don't think that most kids who just grow up listening to like top forty radio really kind yeah. of like get that. To be honest, in Bermuda, like reggae music was the music like growing up. Like there was there was really I mean there was hip hop, but like it was reggae predominantly I mean for me anyway and um, you know there was no other music in my life you know I didn't start learning that a lot of the Jamaican artists were covering songs um, and you know just putting them on a on a reggae beat until I got to like you know high school um, so I went to I went to school in Florida that's when um, I started to learn you know different genres of music and all that and and so I remember hearing a couple songs that I was like, yo, this artist, you know, they stole it from the reggae because I, <laughs> I always thought that the reggae, you know, that was that was that was the original. But turns out I was way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. My friends there, holding on those reeds, young and then the mountain, going like a bee, come to roll. You know, yeah, I was kind of hurt because, um, you know, uh, <laughs> it was like Michael Jackson songs that like some of the, uh, you know, reggae artists have covered and I'm like, no, 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 Michael, Michael stole it from, from reggae. <laughs> More like a beauty queen with an M16. I said it don't mind, but what do you mean? I am the one who would dance on the floor in a round <laughs> He must have stole it. How could he steal it? No. That's messed up. But nah, I was yeah, so so that that's how that's how um, much reggae music was, you know. Uh, it's, it's just groom, you know. Yeah. And did you hear? Did you say you heard the Garnet Silk song, Silk song as part of one of these clashes, or was that a separate like? There, there was a few dub plates from Garnet Silk, but this one in particular, I don't think, I don't think I ever heard it on dub plate. But um, yeah, it's called "Lord Watch Over Our Shoulders," and um, you know, it's just a, it's just a great message. And um, you know, especially as a young kid, like you know, you have a tendency to do a lot of dumb stuff, and so this was like kind of like the guidance song for me, you know. You're the only I mean, you heard it really young, like when you were 11. Did you have yeah. any idea that you wanted to to do music when you were that young? Well, I always knew I'd do something in music. And 
you know, growing up, I, I when I first started writing, uh, we, used to, we used to, when we was younger, I'm, I'm thinking like, we were probably like eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there, um, that we used to have this old Iowa box. I don't even know if Iowa's still around, but um, it used to have this mic jack. And so we didn't have a mic, but so we plugged in like, like old airplane headphones and use one of the one of the sides to uh, on and record ourselves. And so we'd play an instrumental on on the CD. It was like a five CD disc changer or some some anyway. Uh, and then uh, we'd play the instrumental because a lot of the reggae uh, CDs back in the day used to put an instrumental at the end of it. So we used to play that and and just and we used to just have fun singing um, other people's songs. And um, and then I started to write my own lyrics and just like you know and basically just just for fun and just to, and that that's how I got started. I couldn't really sing. I was definitely tone deaf at one point in my life. Really? But, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm still I'm still <laughs> I'm still working on it. You know. But um, yeah. So I just you know and I, I never really thought I'd be an artist. Because I went to school, um, after high school, um, I went to a school called Full Sail down in Florida, uh, the media art school, that um, they have a recording engineering program. And so I enrolled in that, and I graduated in 2001. And so, you know, because I love, I love the, the recording, the tweaking of, you know, EQs and all that stuff. Like, I was really intrigued by all that, um, like how to make music. So the artist thing just kind of, I just kind of fell into it, really. Because after I graduated, I started making beats and, and you know, um, they weren't very good. But I, um, you know, I didn't have anybody to sing on it at the time. So I just said, you know, like, let me, let me, let me just try some stuff. And so I just started singing on my own beats. And, you know, my brother, who, who was a big influence in my life, um, you know, he um, he's a DJ and, you know, he, he definitely influenced me to to just keep going with the artist thing. Yeah, we just, you know, I kind of just fell into it. But, you know, I'm, I'm still in love with the production side of things. Like, um, I just bought a bunch of gear um, and a new studio out in Oakland. And so we're going to be doing a lot of recording out there. And, you know, I record and engineer pretty much everything myself. Um, and then until it gets to the mixing stage, um, and then we just send it off you know, to get mixed, but, you know, I'm recording myself pretty much. I'll, I'll press record and stop, edit, you know, add plugins and all that. So it's fun. I love that. So now, I mean, you've gone from like someone who wanted to just record things and now then you became an artist and now you're like a successful artist and you have this new record, Good Life, um, which by the way is a great record. It's so much fun, but it also, there's like, I feel like there's this underlying the kind of thing that maybe Garnet Silk gave to you that I feel like this, like, it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Like we're all human. Yeah, and we make mistakes. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, yeah, uh, you know, that's, yeah. So again, like reggae music gave me that foundation of like, look, just, you know, stay conscious and, and yeah, everything would turn out. All right. Yeah. So I mean, why I hope, I hope, I mean, you know, the, I'm, I'm a little more slack in my lyrics. Than, than a lot of the stuff I grew up with, you know, as far as the conscious record. 
it all for me, me do it all for you No apologies, no regrets for two Make it true all the rain and bad weather We in this together girl Life is bittersweet, me love your attitude Pan a higher level now, yeah, altitude Fly above all the rain and bad weather We in this together girl but at the same time, like I, I hope there's a feeling in there that, that, that people can find that, you know, yeah, it's going to be all right. <laughs> well, and if you think about it, it's like when you're, because a lot of your music is meant for people to like party to, you know, like get down to. Yeah. But there's always, yeah. there's always this like thing with having a lot of fun where often it leads to a lot of regret. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I feel yeah. like Good Life like really addresses that actually, you know? Yeah, well, there's, there's a song on the album called Part of My Life and I don't get too deep into it, but like you kind of understand what I'm talking about. Like, you know, just, just um, yeah, when you when you have too much fun, there's, there's going to be a little bit of regret, you know? And you've you got to kind of find yourself again, like maybe the next morning, <laughs> maybe the next week, you know, just kind of realize what's, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you can have fun, but you have responsibility. Yeah. There might be some fallout. Yeah. You might have to deal with it. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes that's just how it goes. It's just a part of my life. Raise a glass, I and make a toast. It's going to be all right. And this is part of my life from Kali Bud's latest record, Good Life. And... Holly, thanks again for bearing with me. Getting hip to Dubplate and Soundclash and Garnet Silk has really expanded my own vision of what can be done with music. And it makes me really want to go to Jamaica. Kali Buds is off the road now, but he'll be in Europe in October, and he'll be coming back to North America in November. And I'll be sure to put a link to his tour dates on the show notes page for the episode at KUTX.org. KUTX is the radio station in Austin, Texas, where we make this podcast. I'll also put a Spotify playlist there where you can hear all the songs we referenced in this episode all the way through. And if you liked that interview with Kali Buds, then I bet you'll like listening to other artists talk about life-changing songs. We have over 97 episodes in our archive with people like Tegan and Sarah and Run the Jewels, and you should totally check it out. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or KTX.org or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. And while you're checking in, go ahead and subscribe to this song. That way you'll get next week's episode with Hannah Joy from Australia's Middle Kids delivered right to you. And we want to hear from you. Like, do you have a song or a record that changed the way you saw the world? Well, if you do, tweet us. We're at this song KUTX, or you can send us an email. It's this song at KUTX.org. You can leave a comment on our Facebook page, or you can even go old school and call us. Our number is 512-766-9066. We would love to put your story on the podcast. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by David Sanger and me, Elizabeth McQueen. This interview was recorded by Michael Crawford. Taylor Wallace curates our Instagram account. Kelly Seal is our excellent intern. 
And thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And it's true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hardproof. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Our handle is at this song KUTX. You can like us on Facebook and you could subscribe to this song along with the other KTX podcasts, Austin Music Minute, Liner Notes, and Song of the Day on iTunes. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained Live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.